It is time to talk with Marquette men's basketball coach Shaka Smart, but not until Pebble passes along information that was on Twitter today, right? Yeah, if you saw the press Shaka release today. Shaka shaving his head. <laughs> no? No, that's not it, but oh. we're excited to officially announce that Good Karma Brands and 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee have extended its flagship relationship with Marquette University Athletics, so we're going to keep continue to be the play-by-play specialty show, the go-to to get your fix for the Marquette basketball season coming up, and we're just excited to have a 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee as the home of Marquette basketball still. Yeah! Joining us now is Marquette men's basketball Shaka Smart. Good afternoon, Coach. What's going on, Homer? Well, I figure that when I interview you, I'm going to just, you can talk about whatever you want. I'm curious what you are currently curious about. <laughs> you always ask good questions, man. Well, um, I know you read like a books and you just, you're, is it accurate? You are an outstanding basketball coach, but you are a very curious person, correct? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I, I know I, I know I have a lot to learn about life. So um, I actually was earlier checking out the one of the books that you gave me, uh, the book of uh, quotes from Mother Teresa. So mm-hmm. I was learning, learning a little bit about her. All right. So that was one. I also gave you a book on Johnny Wooden, uh, the, the kind of Bible for him, the pyramid of success. Uh, have you had any chance for that? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of was paging through that, and the the thing I liked about that is it's got, like, uh, interviews with him from different times, so you can kind of see, you know, what he says at different times, but it's it's good. I You know, the only thing about the Pyramid of Success, Homer, is it's a lot, so it's like, man, I got a long way to go, man. <laughs> this pyramid is, is uh, the ideal, and, and uh, we got a ways to go to get there. But of the three things I gave you, no, the picture they gave you of Don Coaches is amazing. How incredibly athletic he was. Said all the players. I got that up in my. Uh, it's 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 sitting on my. You know how like we rarely use our office phones now, right? Because of cell phones. So I've got my Don Coaches dunks over Kareem Abdul-Jabbar uh, basketball card. Basically, is what you gave me, and I have that sitting on my office phone. And I have to call him. I've talked to him periodically. I said, you should call him. I believe, I don't know what the vertical is uh, at Marquette, but I will bet he has actually has it if we can find out how high his vertical was. But but I'll check on that. Yeah, we got to find that out. The challenge for all the young players. And then, most importantly, what I think is the greatest basketball DVD that no one has ever watched uh, about Oscar Robertson's high school basketball team. Did you get a chance to watch that? That I've not watched yet because I want to watch it with my daughter and uh, kind of corralling her for an hour or however long that is is can be challenging, but we'll definitely be watching it later this summer. All right. You need to call the show after you watch it and tell me what you think. We don't even need a segment. You just call in. We'll cancel whatever we have on at the time. Hi, this is Shaka. I'm calling about the Oscar Robertson documentary, and you automatically get on. Even if we have Aaron Rodgers on, he's waiting until we get the input from you. I don't think the, I don't think the fans would appreciate that. I think, I think Aaron Rodgers takes precedence. I don't care. That, that's, how, that's how special it is to me. All right, let's get to Marquette basketball. Now, you probably aren't going to like me if people tell you what I've said. 
Here's what I say. Marquette's going to the NCAA tournament this year. Should I be saying that? Wow. You're one of the few that would say that right now, I think. I know you got all new players. They're young players. And I just think by as the season goes on, you'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. And they'll be good enough to get in. How much of that is wish? How much is accurate? Take it away, Coach. <laughs> well, uh, to be honest with you, you know, we're still a ways away from even knowing that because uh, we've been together for a couple months now. Um, we still got, you know, one of our key players, Daryl Morsell, has not been able to play five-on-five because five he had surgery in the spring. He should be cleared by next month. Um, so we're still becoming. You know, it's it, it's still uh, to be determined in, in terms of how good we can be. But as I've told our guys this week, this is our last week that, that our guys are here for summer school, uh, one thing that is under our control is aggressively going after being the best team uh, in our league and in the country at improving between now and March. I've also heard you say about a couple of players, the – Con- not concern, but the desire to have them in the best shape of their life. Did I hear that right? Or where does that fit in in your pyramid? Oh, it's so important, Homer. I mean, it's uh, one of those things. I played soccer as a young kid. Um, and so what that did for me as a basketball player is it it really gave me a conditioning base um, where I, I rarely got tired. Um, now, I think how hard that we want our guys to play maybe <laughs> maybe is a little bit harder and, and high, certainly a much, much higher level than, than, than I play that. But, um, you know, when you can't breathe on the court, like literally you can't get your breath, you can't shoot, you can't dribble, you can't make decisions, you certainly can't defend. So for guys like Justin Lewis, Tyler Kolick, um, really all of our guys, uh, to get in the best shape they can be in that they've ever been in so that they can breathe throughout the game, that's going to allow them to take advantage of the work that they're putting in this summer. Funny you brought that up. I have no connection with you whatsoever other than I do the games. But my daughter played basketball and soccer and I, in high school. I said, you got to run cross country one season. She goes, why? I goes, you have no idea what fatigue is. And after she ran cross country, because I knew being in our house, she couldn't be that fast. She said, I never complained about being tired in either basketball or soccer the rest of my career. So I don't think you can, yes. I don't think you can make them run, for, run cross country. All right. Well, see. you know, what's interesting, Homer, is uh, in Detroit, uh, and I think this is a pretty cool thing, but in Detroit, a lot of the high school basketball players or coaches are also the cross country coach in the fall. So they have their guys run cross-country. So like DeAndre Haynes from our staff, is from Detroit, was mm-hmm. an all-conference cross-country guy. And, again, like it's kind of like soccer. Like It gives you a, a conditioning foundation. No, if I was going to pick another sport, so many kids don't play, for a basketball player, and they may not want to play football together, I would say cross-country. You think you're tough, go run cross-country. Then talk to me. But I hear you. All right. Now, see, now I've created today, talking with Shaka Smart, the Marquette men's coach, we now have to have the Shaka Smart pyramid. I mean, Johnny Wooden can't have the only pyramid. you got to have a pyramid. How about that? I love it. I will probably have 
less elements. Although I'll tell you what, Homer, we do have on our culture document, we have three core values and seven principles under each of the core values. There you so, go. That's twenty one. I guess we could I guess we could use all those to build a, a pyramid. Yeah. Um what are the three, and how did they take place? What made you pick those three? Well, I actually picked them out of simplification. Uh, when I was at VCU, we used to have five, um, and I kind of got to the point where I said, you know what, we need to simplify even more. Like, what are we really, really about deep down? And... So we, we, we went to three. And so three core values are relationships. Uh, I was raised by a single mom. My coaches were so pivotal in my life, my teammates. Uh, those relationships so incredibly important. Um, and I think that they're incredibly important to what you're trying to accomplish as a group. Second core value is growth. Uh, this is obviously such a formative time for these guys. It's such an important time for them to – again, become who they're going to become. So the opportunity to grow as much as possible as a person and as a basketball player and as a student. And then number three, third core value is victory. Uh, Obviously, everyone wants to win. Everyone wants to be successful. But that core value is really more about the precursors to victory than actually the wins themselves. So like the things that go into winning, like competing at a high level. Talking with Shaka Smart again, the announcement that we are the uh, voice of Marquette basketball. Does it say how many years, uh, For this upcoming season, we are. Oh, for this upcoming season. Yes. All right. Uh, I was hoping we could extend that contract like 10 years, Homer. Don't, don't look at me. <laughs> You're talking to the wrong person. If it was up to me, yeah, it'd be 10 years. You'd be here 10 years, and I'd be here 10 years. Um, all right. Uh, is there been anything different about Marquette than you thought when you took the job in the short time that you've been here? Or is it pretty much what you thought? Not really uh, anything too different. I mean, a- anytime you go somewhere new where you haven't worked, one of the things that's a lot of fun is just getting to know the people. And, you know, some of the traditions – um, you know, the folks that made the program what it now is. I, I love – I'm a history guy, so I love learning. Um, like one – I'll give you an example. I didn't realize that Rick Majerus was the head coach at Marquette until I got to Marquette. Okay. Um, I knew that he had been a longtime assistant. I knew, you know, that him and Hank Raymonds um, had been kind of the X and O – minds behind a lot of those great, great teams, uh, you know, with Coach McGuire obviously being the the mastermind of putting it all together and managing people and all that sort of thing. Uh, but I, I didn't know that he had been the head coach, so I, I like learning about those types of things. All right, I got one for you, because he's there. You've met Bo Ellis, right? Of course. All right. As a freshman in the national championship game against NC State, Al McGuire would not take him out of the game. He played every second of the game up until the last half minute when he fouled out. As a freshman on a team of that quality, how good do you have to be to be in the national championship game and, and not ha- and the coach never take you out as a freshman? I mean, you got to be ridiculously good. I, I think the first of all, the talent level 
that Coach McGuire assembled on those teams was truly impressive. Yep. And then for Bo to be that advanced, uh, I don't know. You know, it's interesting because now, you know, these days guys play so much AAU and there's so much specialization and they've, they've done so much before they get to college. But it doesn't seem like there's that many freshmen that are that advanced uh, like Bo was. So it's just it's a testament to him. Yeah, he's playing with players, sophomores, juniors, sometimes seniors. All right, a final statement always comes from the guests. So, Shaka, you can say whatever you want about however you want, however long you want. Take it away, Coach. <laughs> uh, well, I'll just say that, you know, with for us in our last week being here this summer uh, before our guys get a chance to go home for a little bit of time, we're just really, really grateful of the opportunity to be together. Uh, and we don't take it for granted because, you know, last summer across the country, you know, most basketball teams because of COVID were not able to be together full time. Um, I know the team here last year was not able to have really any summer at all uh, on campus. So I just want to say I'm appreciative of that. I'm really grateful for our guys. You know, we're this meet this week meeting with each player just to kind of talk about the end of the summer and the next couple of weeks going into the start of the school year. And the overwhelming feeling that I have sitting down with these guys is just I'm grateful to be their coach for the opportunity to help them grow. We've got a long, long, long way to go, um, and, and our players have a lot of potential for growth. But uh, I'm very appreciative to be in a position to try to help them. Okay, I have to ask one more because I'm going to get – it's state law. I have to ask you about Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks. World champions. Um, what impressed you the most as a coach and as a basketball fan? Well, so many things impressed me. Uh, my new favorite NBA player, um, and again, this is no disrespect to any of the guys that I actually coached that are in the NBA, uh, but my new favorite player is Drew Holiday. Uh, man, I mean, what an unbelievable difference maker he is on the defensive end, and he is one of one. Like, there's just no one else like him in terms of what he does. And as a basketball coach, uh, I just really, really appreciate him and the way that he changes the game. And then you mentioned Giannis. Uh, just the way that he came up so incredibly big throughout the whole series. But in that game six, when he started making free throws at a high, high level, it was like, you want to talk about a force multiplier. Like that gave everyone watching that game, most importantly, his teammates and his coaches, such a feeling of like, yeah, we're going to win this thing. There's no way it goes to game seven. Um, so, you know, to be such an incredible player in so many ways like he is, but then to step forward even more in that game and make, I don't know, it was 15 out of 16 or however many free throws it was, uh, just incredibly impressive and pretty cool to be in the same city as those guys. I believe Drew Holiday can guard a cheetah. Is that a slight exaggeration? I mean, it's ridiculous what he can do, and, and uh, I actually – use a lot of his uh, defensive clips to show our team. Um, 
And again, I just said he's one of one, so it's unrealistic for me to expect our guys to be exactly like him. What does he do that you talk about that stands out amongst all his parts of his defense? Well, I'll tell you, Homer, he uses his body so incredibly well, and it's a combination of being a bully about as much as the refs will allow him to be a bully without it being a foul, but also you know, getting skinny when he needs to get skinny to get over a screen, uh, getting low when it's time to get low, using his hands as much as he possibly can to create deflections. Um, he is truly a defensive genius. And it's funny, I was at a game when I first got here, uh, and I won't, I won't say his name. It was someone I was at the game with, and, and they said, uh, okay, who are the guys on this team that are, that are max contract guys? And they named two of them, but they couldn't name the third one. The one they didn't name was Drew Holiday. And I said, okay, just watch him closely, and you'll see why he is that. And I, th- I think he's certainly proven that. And then, hey, congratulations to him and Chris Middleton. I think the first teammates since Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan to win the finals and then the Olympics. Awesome. Always appreciate it. Look forward to your call whenever it is Having when you watch the Oscar Robertson documentary. And I hope Aaron Rodgers is on the show at that time, and you'll realize I wasn't kidding. <laughs> well, I'll try not to interrupt him, but I guarantee you I'll watch it. Thanks, Shaka. Take care. Marquette head coach Shaka Smart, next.